everyone. Dave DeBo here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in via Pennsylvania. Is that right, MC? Pennsylvania. That's correct. Via South Africa and several points in between. We've got MC Lobster, who is a real estate investor. He's an educator. He's an all-around great guy who's really big into educating people on financial freedom creating passive income, creating cash flow. He's the founder of the Cashflow Ninja, an amazing podcaster. In fact, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by him just earlier on today. So MC, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, man. So how does a guy from South Africa end up in Pennsylvania doing real estate stuff and all sorts of other cool stuff and and just living the American dream and having a great time. How did that happen in a nutshell? Yeah, so I actually came to the United States. I traveled quite a bit after university, but I ended up playing in a rugby league, believe it or not, in the United States, which was great. I was a young guy with a sense of humor, sense of adventure, and a a suitcase and a duffel bag and jumped on a plane and played in the league and traveled around in the United States. And you know, while I was doing that and pursuing a career in rugby, I came across, you know, a book that a lot of your listeners might be familiar with, Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I started reading that and that uh, really opened my eyes to the opportunities available. And I became a student. So, you know, when most guys were playing video games on the road, because we traveled a lot and flew to a lot of great places and cities and, and so forth, I uh, I just jumped into books and just try to educate myself as, as much as possible on this different world that I didn't even know existed. And I realized that I had a great opportunity to do that because, you know, as I mentioned, I was playing rugby, I was traveling a lot, and there was a lot of downtime. So I try to invest in myself, and my financial education during those times. And then I took action. You know, I took action and bought real estate shortly after reading that book, actually. And then, of course, I, I got my tenants into the property. This property I bought in South Africa on a visit back home. I got some tenants in there. I collected rent. I paid all of, all of the bills associated with it. And there was money left over at the end of the month. And the 21, 22-year-old that I was at that stage said, wow, this is incredible. How many times I, I don't I, I don't even need to get my head bashed in on a rugby pitch to, to make this money for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just, I, at that stage, I just looked at it and said, that, I mean, this is obviously a proof of concept. How many times can I do it? And of course, a real estate investor will tell you that's when school starts. So then, of course, <laughs> you, t- you take a couple of knocks. You have folks that don't buy, destroy your property. You know, all the things that can happen in real estate happened to me. And then, you know, school was in session. So, yeah, I continued to pursue my knowledge and in investing, learning different things, staying up with trends. And, you know, a couple of years ago, this is in around 2015, I uh, created a, a number of companies that one is Producers Wealth. It's a virtual wealth firm that assists people in the United States virtually in, in 50 states. Trying, you know, it was, it was a trend that I saw was happening and I built a, built a firm to position myself for that. So we went completely virtual. It was tough in 2015. Yeah. Let me tell you that. But then I also created an educational platform called Cashflow Ninja. It started as a podcast, but it, it's turned into a, a full-blown educational company where our mission is to help as many people as possible become self-reliant, 
through uh, education. Uh, so we've got a podcast, we've got books, and we've got several programs. And that show was a passion project, but we've been humbled and blessed to have been listened to and downloaded in over 180 countries, millions wow. of downloads. Uh, with quite an audience around the world. And, you know, we continue to be passionate to serve all of the, our listeners out there. Oh, that's wonderful. So MC, you're involved in a bunch of different things right now. When it comes to real estate investing, what's kind of your, your bread and butter? What do you like to focus on most? Yeah. So I've been invested in several niches. Obviously, multifamily has been great, and we're still doing some deals in multifamily. But one thing that I've been particular, very passionate about of late is actually a niche, which, I mean, if you had told me about it, I should get involved in this years ago, I would have thought you're crazy. But it's actually a niche inside of historic resort properties. Historic a very resort. specific niche, yes. So I've got a partner, which is a great operator, which we locate and find historic trophy resorts with a certain size close to major markets. And then we implement and execute a business plan on it, which involves the renovation, restoring the property, reviving the soul, as my partner would refer to it to. And then we implement and execute a business based on weddings. And, you know, like I said, this would be something that I would kind of just kind of roll my eyes if you, if you would have approached me with it. But it's been a fantastic and a very exciting niche to be involved with, even during this time. Really? Uh, last year, actually, 2020 was one of our biggest years at one of the properties. One of the properties, for example, just to give your, your listeners an example of what we're into, is we bought the third oldest winery in the United States. Uh, it's called Renault. It's about, I would say, 40 minutes from Philadelphia, close to Atlantic City, pretty close to New York. So you're close to major markets. Yeah. Uh, it's a very historic property with a lot of history besides the wine. You can actually make American champagne on it. It's grandfathered in. So that's how old the, the winery is, which was a, a very, very big uh, plus, of course. But a lot of mystique, a lot of character, great brand. I mean, you had, you had a, lot, a lot of the, the mobsters back in the day spend their times on that farm. Actually, one of the characters, I don't know if your listeners might be familiar with the TV show, Boardwalk Empire, yeah. Nucky, Nucky Thompson was based on one of the characters, Nucky Johnson, that used to stay on that farm. The Kennedys were involved and stayed over there too. And that's why Renault Champagne was, was a drank at John F. Kennedy's inauguration in the White House in the United States. So it, it had a lot of character, a backstory, mysterious. It's uh, 200 plus acres. It has a golf course, a winery, hotel, several wedding venues. And, you know, what we saw happening in the world, especially with COVID last year, a lot of people would do destination weddings. Well, they no longer do destination weddings. So just the short-term rentals were beneficiaries of folks traveling locally. People saw this as, well, we could almost do a destination wedding on a winery, drink some good wine, get married pretty close to home and have all of our guests there. So it's just an example. And then we have another property which is in the process of being rehabbed pretty close to the Washington, D.C. market on Kent Island. So Kent Manor is also 220 acres. So really cool setting right on the Chesapeake Bay. So when it's completed, it's almost going to look like, you know, the wedding crasher setting <laughs> where they had that nice wedding on. But also very unique, niche, historic trophy bought at a significant discount, just like the winery. So, so uh, with a lot these, of 
Wow, that's another fantastic idea. Hold on to that thought for a sec. We'll be right back. Now, are you a real estate investor who's run out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio? Are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital? Well, I want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming Investor Attraction Workshop. You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals, and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code podcast. That's right. Discount code podcast at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. Places kind of run down and mismanaged. That's why you're, you're getting into them at good prices because they need quite a bit of a lift. Yes. So mm-hmm. that you look at, you you would see some of them and, you know, it's it's mom and pops that it's been in the family for years. Yeah. Uh, they maybe lost passion for it, maybe lost the enthusiasm for it. They have a business plan that's not functioning well. And we know that what we can do is take it over. Uh, restore and revive the soul of the property and bring in a different business plan based on weddings. Because the nice thing is when you establish cash flow just through the weddings that are selling, and believe it or not, people are still getting married and they're still spending a lot of money on weddings. But if you have that set up, then there's ancillary income as streams that can be built on that. And that's one thing that really caught my attention when my partner was explaining that part to me saying, wait a second. So you'll have the weddings You'll have the winery, you'll have the golf, which golf memberships also, I mean, there was a multiple of increase on that. But that was a great, great revenue stream in, in 2020. And in this year, you have the hotel, you have drinks. And then, of course, if you want to get creative, resorts lease a lot of equipments. So we actually started a, a separate fund. We would buy the equipment and lease it back to the to the resorts to create another source of income, and also a great tax benefit in the United States where you can depreciate a lot of equipment if you buy that in your business. So you know, when you put it all together and you put it in a certain way like that together, it becomes very, very attractive as an investor because you're capitalizing on a couple of trends happening. There's a ton of ancillary revenue streams, and there's also the opportunity to add more like for example, adding live festivals, you know, out, mm. outdoor festivals and, and so forth, which we did last year and which we continue to do now. So yeah, like I said, it's when I share what I'm into these days, folks are like, what? I thought you were in multifamily and these other niches, but this has been a, a lot of fun. It's been, a, and I've learned a lot. And I, I think the, the big key here is to partner with great people and learn from them. Well, yeah, definitely. That is the key because it would take so long to figure out all that stuff on your own. So yeah, the the partnership, absolutely. Well, congratulations. That is fascinating and fantastic at the same time. So my hat's off to you for that. So before we jumped on, MC, you were telling me a little bit about your book that's going to be available. And by the time this is getting released, it it should be available. Tell me a a little bit about this book because it sounded very, very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It's the 21 best cash flow niches. So I have, over the, the course of five years, interviewed over 700 people on my podcast, which I refer to as cash flow ninjas, the best minds in business, investing, economics, financing, also wealth advisory. I've been absolutely blessed to be able to do that. And the 
there's a couple of questions that always pop up when folks uh, speak to me. They say, MC, you've interviewed all these people, you know, and, and it's a pretty broad show from a topic perspective, too. We cover real estate. We cover business. We cover paper assets. We cover commodities. We cover cryptocurrencies and blockchain investing. So it's pretty broad. So the question always comes up, MC, what are some of the most interesting investments that people have shared on your show? And it kept coming up and kept coming up. And I said, you know what? One day (laughs) in five years, and I actually picked five years, I said, after five years of doing this, I'll put a book together and I'll try to narrow down the 21 best cash flow niches, which I did in this book. And I also added five bonus ones because it was so hard. Uh, But uh, (laughs) there's a lot of incredible cash flow niches and a lot of very talented, creative people out there generating cash flow in ways that completely blown my mind along with my audience. And it continues to do that. So I'm pretty excited to have it out. And so if people want to get a copy, what should they do? Yeah. So uh, cashflowninja.com is where everything is available. But if you want a direct link to the book, you can go to cashflowninja.com forward slash 21, the number 21, niches, N-I-C-H-E-S. So cashflowninja.com forward slash 21, the number 21, niches. Oh, that's fantastic. And I hope you included your new niche in there as well as, as one of those 21 or 26, I guess, with the five bonus ones in there. Yeah, it's in there. It's in there. We cover that. It's, uh, yeah, and I share more about that too, because it's, uh, yeah, it's quite, quite interesting stuff. But yes, it's in there. And there is a ton of really interesting real estate niches in there. There's a couple of interesting commodities. There's really some interesting things that we, that we cover and talk about in there. Oh, that's fascinating. I look forward to getting a copy of the book myself. Because always fascinated by cash flow, that's for sure. So MC, time flies when we're having fun. Thank you very, very much for sharing your insight and this very unique niche that you've gotten involved in with real estate investing. With wait, what do you call it again? With historical, what do you call it? What's what's the label that you put? Yeah, so it's it's historic trophy resorts. Historic. So it's yeah, it's historic and yeah, it's historic and it has to be a trophy, something with that's attractive, a great brand a great history, a soul, and a resort, and close to major markets, so historic trophy resorts. That is wonderful. All right, everybody, and check everything out that MC's up to, because he's a lot, up to a lot of different stuff. And again, cashflowninja.com. I think you're at seven, at the time we're recording this, over 750 episodes recorded, so hats off to you, because I think the, <laughs> the average podcast lasts for seven episodes or nine episodes or something like that, so wow. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.